0: Let's drone out. Hello. Today is Thursday, the twentieth of July, two thousand and seventeen. And Tony's not the happiest bunny. Tony.
1: Hello. This welcome to Let's Drone Out, and Jack made a boo boo.
0: I forgot. It's because I've got laptops out here. So yeah. Whoops. (laughs) I forgot, I'm running two computers, I don't like this, but yeah, anyway. Um, Yeah, today we're joined by, next to Tony is Richard Hartley. Hello, how you doing? And Andy R C. when we get to him, he will then ask Rich who he is. Uh, (laughs) Hello. We are joined by the boy
2: band member, Chris. Hello. I didn't realise I was the boy band member. You are, look at that hair. Look at that, we're all boy bands, look at this. I know, I know. We could make a great pop drone group. Tony, Tony's
0: the one the media like sort of like you know, sort of conveys to see whether me and Tony are in a homosexual relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we're the sort of like closet homosexuals. Oh, <laughs> like the
3: Harry like stuff closet in the
0: other don't one. <laughs> yeah, Tony's not I might be. Tony gay for Tony. Hashtag. <laughs> anyway. And we're joined once again with Andy RC because we loved him so much. We got him back again.
3: Thanks very much.
0: Uh, as you were, Andy Ossie, please feel free to ask Richard Hartley who he is.
3: <laughs> you know, I I feel really bad, but because I spend like all of my time making videos, and this is, this is awful, I very rarely have a chance to sort of check out other things. So I have to say, in that respect, that I'm I'm not up on you know other channels and things like that. So I have to apologise to Richard.
4: No, you don't. No, you don't. No. Shall,
0: shall I, shall I, shall I smooth the awkwardness or shall I let you do Not at do all. It?
4: No, no. It? Well, no, What kind no, of awkwardness harshness do you want? Like, say when. So, so, so basically, um, I'm an, I, I am nobody in this, in this, in this uh, sport oh. much now. Oh, and, oh mate. And, and, and for me to say that is because the sport has moved on uh, a lot. I, I But then again, you could say that I was one of the, the first sort of like early pioneers of of this uh, as oh, well. Great. So so if you go back to 2013, 2012 time, when I first started flying drones, and I was uh, flying a 700 mil hex at ground level and, and, and over the hedges about, you know, two foot up. And then I bought a blackout and then um, sort of the likes of... Uh, Sort of like Just70 and and, and, and Riser in in the in uh, in Australia, people like that when they were making these pioneering videos. Uh, me and me and like Luke Bannister, we used to just chat on IM when he first started as well. We all start together, but as these things happen, you know, people's lives take different journeys, don't they? Some people get all the time in the world to practice, and, and others just don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so I I won the first Brighton, um, what was it the uh, International Drone Day at Brighton? Racing Tony Cake with his with his Mark One uh, Vortex that he had at the time. That's and, uh, the guy from Immersion RC, by the way. That that is Mister Immersion RC, isn't it? Basically, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, sort of, at that time, I, I was racing a quad that, well, no one else had a quad like that. To be fair, I, I came with this sort of five inch minion w- running uh, Cobra. Twenty three hundreds and and bullnose props. And nobody, no one had anything like it. And for quite a while, nobody really did. Um, I was
0: I was up against you with a wooden quad. My
4: quad was yeah. made out of tree. Yeah. So 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 at one point, so so when I so when I opened this, I said, you know, now it's moved on so massively. I wouldn't expect so many people to have you know half a clue who I was or whatever. But that's just the funniest thing about this because even some of the guys that. That I used to massively respect back then, they've moved out of it, out of this as well. Where people have moved in, uh, and and the thing is, that makes me laugh is 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 the way the technology has gone around. I mean, did I giggle when uh, when I start see, seeing people use soft mounts and things? I mean, it's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Because you know we've gone through the whole phase of having to mount stuff on foam and putting motors on bobbins and all sorts, trying to get rid of of the jello in your in your old Mark II and Mark III Hero cams. Um, and then it all got a bit better, and people caught up, and I started um, actually adjusting the code to to get the um, to get the the quads to run smoothly. And you're you you know you're eking this out of the band uh, out the, the the bands in the middle to get rid of the dead band, and doing everything the way you should. And then everyone goes back to just putting bits of rubber on everything. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It
3: really so, so the important thing, Richard, is do you still fly there? So so you've obviously yeah, moved oh, on. Oh, yeah.
4: No, obviously I, I fly for pleasure now. I mean, I've still got, I've got a, about three, maybe three or four quads kicking around. A uh, couple of four inch, couple of five inch. Occasionally, I threaten to build a new one. Uh, I, I still do fly. I'll still, I'll still happily shoot a gap that's only a foot wide. You know, um, I laughed the other day at uh, Matt Evans because he was, he had these big new circular uh, gates to go around with 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 the with the, uh, the fabric around the outside. I really yeah, yeah, recall. I've seen those. Uh, they, they were, they were about four or five foot round lesser actually, or something like that is it as the mate i've seen
3: lesser as a as yeah i think say round might, round. Be right
4: and so i posted on the feed this three foot hula hoop on the top of a of a of on the top of a a, a wooden stake with with a 3d printed mount and i was shooting through three foot hula hoops what in 2014 time and it's amazing how it just all goes around so yeah uh, yeah it is weird so guys i mean what's it like now i mean what what do you how do you feel the sports how do you feel the
3: sport is now i think it's just moving so fast like this week uh, it's been I, i've had like kind of a frustrating week because i've been checking out new tech so this week i've been checking out 32 bit escs which is a fairly new thing and it was it was quite a steep learning curve because 32 bit escs they require a new version of bl Halley Suite, so it's not built into the configurator and you also need uh, a beta version of the beta flight configurator. So not an, uh, not an official version of the beta flight configurator. So I I had to install that. And uh, also a unofficial version of beta flight as well. And there's different, like I think we're coming up to version 3.2 now. And there's a few different versions of version 3.2. So this week, yeah, for me, I think, um, as someone who has like a YouTube channel and tries to keep up with the latest, I find it so difficult because you know on a week by week basis, I'm, I'm out of date with what I've learned, you know? So, so for and, me, and um,
4: this is sorry. one of the exact reasons why, why I ebbed away from, from the sport because it's a geek sport. You've got to be literally talking to somebody who's on the, the cutting edge every week to find out what the latest fix is for the latest thing that's broken. You know, I mean, I, I occasionally I am um, sort of Matt Evans and, and, and other people, if I really need help, you know, or, or Brett or somebody else, if I need to help on, on something. And they'll come back with an answer immediately. And it, to them, it's like that. They, they knew what was going on like two days ago, which seems yeah. out of date, you know. And, yeah. and, and I can't, I, as an average chap that, that has a, I mean, I've got an aerospace business that I work with and, and I cannot keep up with that rate of change. It's just not possible. So that's one of the reasons why why you sort of ebb away from being right at the cutting edge. Even if you are a bit of a geek, you know, and you're an aerospace-type person anyway, you still can't keep up.
3: Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I noticed as well is that I, I went to Western Park recently. We talked about it on the last podcast and met, Jack, and there was a, a lot of amazing pilots there. And I personally hadn't heard of them. And I think it's because they spend so much time, like, flying through packs that, you know, that, that's what they dedicate their time to is, is the flying part and less of, say, uploading it to YouTube and, and things like that. So I'd I i, I I'd love to – I don't think that the sport is as popular as it could be. Uh, one thing that I was surprised about when I got to Western Park was how the, the FPV flight line, there was, what, like 30 people there max? And then looking at the uh, fixed-wing flight line, there was like, you know – Fifty thousand people. So I think it's definitely got more room to grow. Um, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think that the rate that the technology changes is is crazy. I'm struggling to keep up with it myself.
4: One thing I have noticed, though, I, I think that the the software loads are changing on, on a week by week basis. People are saying, try this board, try that board. But the actual change, the incremental change, is not as great as all the faff. You Know the yeah, hard work they put into it, and absolutely not worth it to be honest.
3: I'm gonna say something really unpopular, and that is the difference between one shot 125 and beat Al Hali 32. I cannot tell the difference. <laughs> I can't, I know that's gonna upset a lot of people, but you know, um, I can't tell the difference. But I appreciate the amount of work obviously that goes into to get there, and I think that's fantastic.
1: It's exactly the same as Chad. It says chad chad can't tell the difference between all the 32 the multi-shot one shot
3: yeah f1 or f4 i mean maybe i'm just not a good enough pilot but i you know it's well
1: he's a terrific pilot and he says he can't tell the difference so is it really going to be worth having uh 32-bit es i mean kiss already got them and they
3: well, I I've been I've been flying them today and I've been having issues with them and that's why I've had an awful week just because I'm trying to troubleshoot. I don't. I, I've basically um, done a build this week with a load of new tech, so um, new flight controller, so the Kakute F4. It's got a soft mounted IMU and 32-bit ESCs, and then uh, the new uh, white tops or red bottom E-Max yeah. motors and one of those components is failing, and I don't know which one. So, uh, yeah, I haven't posted many videos this week, but uh, definitely been frustrated this week with new technology. But, you know, that's part, that's part of having a YouTube channel, I guess. Uh, I spend most of my time troubleshooting, and hopefully I'll get to the bottom of it, and it will help someone at some point.
4: You make two really good points in that. Uh go back a few years, um, and there used to be people would, would go out, they'd fly some packs in the week, they'd build up a little bit of archive footage. And then at the weekend, they would drop their video that they'd spent a little bit. I mean, this is why I bought a Mac, because I, I used to edit down video, videos to music and put them up there. And that used to be like a weekly ritual. You'd put something up there either on a Saturday evening or a Sunday evening and, and, and see who, who who thought it was any good. And so people knew who, who people were. Yeah. And at one time, you could actually gauge where you were in the worldwide community by watching other people's videos and seeing, you know what? I could have made a smaller gap. That's pretty good. I like that. I'm going to learn that next time I go out. There was, a, you know, I remember the uh, the first time I I, I put up uh, something really lame. This might seem that, but the first time I put up a a, a triple spin. Uh, uh, I had all the sticks in the corners. I was just flipping around, going in. The, the, the quad was going nuts, and and people talked about it for a whole evening. And now it's nothing now, you know. Yeah. But, but then when you but then when you could get a quad to actually do that back in 20. Fourteen or whatever, uh, and hang on and not fall out the sky as well. It was an achievement. Now it's not, you know, yeah. because everything's so locked in. It's different. But but you so two things came out of that. One, you were flying. You weren't spending all your time faffing around night after night Just with a new bit kit. Work. Yeah, and and two, people were seeing other people's work, and and not a lot of people are, are posting. I mean, I still I still do watch the forums. I don't see that many people. Uh, posting videos these days. Not by comparison.
0: I forget you lurk in uh, in the RC
4: groups. I always look. I, I always, yeah. I, I'm, li- I'm linked to them all, you know, but I just oh, sort mate. of I, I watch what comes up and, you know. You should just upload a video
0: what. of you in your camper van. Because that is pure <laughs> like, I've never known anyone to have such a nice camper van. He, honestly, it's like hanging out with, um, you know, uh, exhibit. You know what I mean? Like, that. one (laughs) pimped ride. (laughs) It's just like...
3: I I love camper vans. In fact, I I, I literally spent an entire evening looking at, at, like, pimped-up camper vans where people have, like, turned... I I look at some of them, and I'm like, that's nicer than my house, you know? So so amazing videos.
2: Have seen the the van life stuff that's going on at the moment? Yeah, yeah. The transit vans into full-out, like, amazing camper vans.
3: It's crazy,
0: is it? the, the best The best part is with Rich was I remember at the uh, the, the Nationals, Tony broke his quads and I was like looking for like some some wire or something. And I remember like, you know, asking around. We'd scored the, the, the new VTX for Tony from Banny. When I saw Rich for a bit of heat shrink and some wire... And and I was just like, yeah, Tony's done his quad. And he was just like, what do you need? And just open the back of this camper van and just stack. Remember that. that The whole thing of the back was just, you know, like the really useful box empire. Like he spent (laughs) just as much on the camper van for like, you know, storage. Like there was no idea shit. I think he went with a good IKEA cheese grater and that was it.
4: To be be fair, that's how much I used to be into it. I used to carry, I used to carry spares for everything. I used to, I used to carry everything for everything. I was, I was totally there. Um, You know, these guys that build three or four identical quads now, I I got to the point of building two the same. I never got quite to the point of building four the same. But, uh, but that's how how much you need to be into it. You need to have a spare for everything, don't you? And, and and, uh, if you keep, that's the other thing. If you keep changing your tech all the time. You keep ending up with random crap just hanging around. Or, you know, the odd motor spare this, the odd motor spare that. I actually kept one motor brand for quite a while. I had, I've got, like, three or four quads running one motor brand because at least then you're only carrying one or two when you, you were covering 16 corners, you know.
2: Mm. You also get to um, and, know those components really well, don't you? So yeah, it's not like you do. keep on trying to change things and then like all of a sudden from one week to the next, you've got a completely different quads. Even though yeah. your your flying still style's still the same, you're changing components like it's nothing. Yeah. And it's probably I, not the best.
4: I've got a really good question to ask, uh, and it's been puzzling me for a while. Back in the whenever, I used to think, okay, 4.5 bull nils five inch on a 2300 motor uh, gave you a lot of power at the time okay now everybody's running 26 28 3200 type motors that sort of speed not many people are down at 23 and 2100 anymore i always thought that it was a bit of a hiding to nothing because you're just making holes in the air with, with with the screw that you were turning now I know guys that work with, uh, they, they race those um, F, I forgot what, what category it is, but basically the control line. And they are absolutely mad keen. They know everything about props, prop angles, speeds of, of their engines and everything. It's crucial to knock a nth of a second off their times. We just throw the bigger motor on there, the faster motor, the, the bigger prop. And I'm sure that they're just not as efficient. Yeah, and I, they're not. I don't you know, people's got got battery lives down to like two minutes now. Now, are we? Is that the right thing? Is that the wrong thing? Are we? Are people just jumping on a hype train and have absolutely no idea what they're building? These static load tests, you know, that they do for motor power and that they they, they
3: don't mean shit. They, they don't. From all... I mean, from from my experience, I think um, it's it's just the want of uh, more power, basically, and it. it it doesn't matter what the cost is. I find myself going through with, with the technology at the moment that the, the batteries are barely surviving, you know, 20 cycles before yeah. I'm ready to say they're they're no good anymore. And I, I definitely think there is a, a sweet spot. And um, Joshua Bardwell, he did a video on the new uh, red bottoms, the Emax one. So I think they're 2306, 2700 KV. And I'm testing those at the moment and on a full battery, the first punch out the the battery. I mean, and and this is like using a tattoo line battery or a graphene battery, something like that. On the first punch out, I've got a voltage reading going down as low as like thirteen and twelve volts. So, um I, I definitely think there's a, a sweet spot for these motors, and I found it to be. Uh, I, I agree with a lot of the the reviews out there. The the twenty two oh six. 2700 KV, I would say is probably the limit is, is what I'm finding. And even at that, you can get a massive voltage sag on your batteries. But yeah, I think um, from from my experience of, of reviewing products and things, people just want more. Sometimes 4S doesn't even mean more power, you know, when it comes to like KV and stuff. But the fact that the number four is higher than three, it's better to don't, don't
0: get don't get Rich started because he'll start talking about <laughs> the time he met um Chi and you know they were like what is this they literally like shoved Chi in a cage and like were examining his quad and asking him questions, you know, they were like you're on four X and you're not on fire <laughs> you know, like this is that's the thing, like you know, like oh, Tony yeah, but... is a dinosaur, like Rich was like the caveman running away <laughs> like, basically. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm on 4S now, now everyone's moved to five. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Like that was it. Like Rich was flying the Minion and like beating you know, beating the Vortex and then like I crashed my quad and then Tony's learning how to make fire from Rich with by like, rubbing the sticks together.
4: Uh, come on um, Tony
0: chipping. <laughs> I know like I'm trying to get Tony engaged guys. Not can only just I could just married Greek, Greek thing. But yeah, on, I Tony, what's up? Oh, he's miserable. He broke his whoop, man, like just yeah, but How, to how, how badly
4: have you broke it? I didn't even break it.
1: I didn't even put it together.
0: Fucking, That's how, how bad was. it was. Wow, what, can
1: people hear Tony tonight? Wow. Sorry. So so what what did you do to it, Tony? Um wired the camera too short. Um, put the FC up the wrong way round. Put the motors in the wrong way round. Um, couldn't get the screws into the FC. Um, what else did I? F- up? Sorry for so swearing. Um,
4: you don't know how to build. I,
1: I, I, to, I told. I tell everyone I am the worst at building, and I hate it. And everyone was like, "No, it's a tiny wall. It, it just clips together." that's not
0: everyone that was me on the (laughs) phone last night I was like Tony you'll be fine it's just you
3: know you just plug stuff in and
1: uh, yeah and I plugged it in all the wrong way around
3: can I I ask a question I I saw a a very short video of uh, Jack and Tony and it looked like you were about to climb a tree (laughs) (laughs) what what happened I saw that too
0: See, back in the day, you used to do those, those triple backflips, and people would talk about that for weeks. You get a chair stuck in a tree, <laughs> and people, like, months, months. Yeah, but that's like, gold. That's proper. And also, I'd like to make a correction as well. I didn't get my quad down with the stool. I threw it up. The quad stayed there, so did the seat as <laughs> well. I got my quad out with the use of Dan Upton. And then Dan jumped out the tree, forgetting he was like 32 or however old he is, and hurt his foot. So he's limping around for a couple of days. I felt bad and dumb. And then Tony just meanders down there and then decides to make the little video. But don't worry, I've got my revenge. I've got the Fright Night of him being like, Dan, you go in front. Jack, stay behind me. Because <laughs> uh, we went ghost hunting, and I have never seen such a pussy. <laughs> he looked like he wanted to cry in that dungeon.
1: Well, I did. I was f***ing f- in between you and Dan. Uh, I, <laughs> else that's when you to...
0: told him. He had, like, formation. Do you know what I mean? He literally thought he was Scooby-Doo,
4: honestly. <laughs>
0: Oh man! So yeah, I got. got
4: Did you you see any ghosts then? No. No, Cool. (laughs) But we are
1: going to hit it and quit it. We're going to fly there
2: next Uh, Saturday, I think.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it was just. Oh man! Just three guys in a field till like one in the morning, just like looking for ghosts and. The worst part is like, I've tried to edit in my footage and I just sound like Muttley. Me just... <laughs> just laughing. Like, just quietly laughing, man, at, at Tony. So and what, then... it's a known
3: place in Brighton that's supposedly haunted, or, or is it it's an actual, like, event yeah, that you went to?
0: Pevensey Castle, yeah. Oh, it's, right, okay. It's, yeah, it's haunted, apparently, and we went there. It was a good laugh. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like any quality time with Tony and Digby Dan. Like, Digby Dan made that trip happen. But, um, oh, just w- Tony's just such a pussy. When it comes to, like, ghosts and stuff, it's great. He's so funny. And then they're, like, we're walking in the middle of the field and I, like, scream. (laughs) And then he, like, threatens to kill me. Uh, We we stuck a a GoPro chest mount on it with, like, you know, like, it looks like a dildo. So all you get from him is, like, I've got a strap-on on on and stuff like that. It's just so funny.
1: When are you editing that bloody video?
0: Oh, mate, I can't get through it. I just, I start editing. I start <laughs> crying. <laughs> it's just pitch black. Me screaming at Tony, laughing, and then Tony getting angry at me. That's all it is. I could probably condense what, what it down for do
1: five minutes. The camera was, you know, the camera angle was like, sho- like shoved up my nose. It was just horrible.
0: Oh, mate, it was good going. It's the new Blair Witch. Oh, I know, mate, it <laughs> is.
1: Like... So it good, was. Man. But right. yeah, we managed to get your quad out, uh, your 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 seat out of the tree.
4: So, so I have to ask a question. Isn't it a bit obvious that if you throw your seat in the tree, it's going to get stuck? No, no, it no? won't. When you it want it's obvious. Like, to you. Things going up there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I'm with Chris on this one. Exactly. I would have thrown Tony if I if I could have got hold of him.
2: Guys, I got a question. Do you think if it was easier, more people would get into FPV? Yes. Absolutely. Do you, think that, do you think that's the the way that it needs to be going?
1: Yes. There's slightly routes yes. already built and sold. I should have bought one. Yeah.
4: There's, there, there's got to be there's got to be a route. I mean, the number of people that that have come up to me in, in these in these past few years and I've given ride along flights to, they all love it. They all absolutely love it. I don't I don't know whether it's the cost puts them off, um, maybe. When I tell them the story of what you really should buy, as opposed to what you can buy, you know, because I, <clears throat> I just, I this whole buy buy cheap, buy twice thing, you know, I, I never advise people to buy these these super cheap kits, um, and have a and you know have a, have a really lame ass screen, and, and I, I always advise them to go in at a certain mid level, um, to to get a, a good a good feel out of it. But but people do struggle to get into this hobby, and and to be honest with you, I'll give you a couple of examples. A friend of mine, he.
0: Rich versus Andy RC round Ralph... <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, oh, are you, are you... Andy RC is the king of like reviewing cheap shit. No. When you were like, say... can I come on? I was like, Andy,
4: can you come on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this right. was, this was I, a I plan was, all along. I was I was gonna give you two examples actually that are really, really key to this discussion point. And and they're two friends of mine. Well well two my example and one other friend, there's probably I got one of the very first uh hex copters that came out from um, Black Sheep. Do you remember that little that horrible little black thing with, with green props? Yeah,
3: yeah. with the props like tilted. I think I remember. Yeah, that's the
4: one. Whatever it was called. I got one. I was I was literally First adopter, I had it really, really early. Oh, Even at that point, when I was building quads for fun, building for friends, doing everything, it was a faff. Gemini. Get- Gemini. It was a faff <laughs> to get it linked to my Tyrannus, get it flying right, and, and eventually I got it hovering in, my- in the lounge here, and it took me about an hour to an hour and a half to get a ready-to-fly quad linked to a pre ready Tyrannus that was working all my other quads copying across an existing file for for the settings and everything to link to a d4r at the time and it still took me an hour and a half to get the damn thing in the air now it's it, well whenever they came out whenever it was, I, I, was I, two I, years
0: ago i can't believe where were you i chatted to um to trappy and i totally forgot about the gemini i wish yeah. i'd been like Trappy, so, why was the Gemini so? F- well, it was eighteen oh six. Tiny little props that you had to get. The canopy would just fly off. You had to glue your own brackets to
4: the canopy. It was. It was in itself. It was a, a step change oh, in, in, in the whole sort of attempt at ready to fly. But the but the, the pace of the market was such that by the time it came out, it was already out of date. I mean, I remember. Kicking the arse out of the one I had on the the smallest lightest battery I could get, and it's still I just watch it go. Woof, is that it? Woof. You know, it had, it had no no guts, so it was never going to be anything competitive. And like you say, the arm snap for fun. Uh, that was so that's one example of it being damned hard work to get a ready to fly quad ready to fly. And then just the other day, a friend of mine bought a Spark, and he had a bugger's job getting it to get, into, get it into the air. You know, and, and that's again another off the peg. Kind what, of, a CGI spark. Yeah, and and he's he's been flying a while. He's built his own quads from scratch. I've seen some of his home builds, you know, as well as as well as the sort of standard carbon race spec kind of quads. He's built them, but he got this spark, and it was a faff for him to get into the air. Now, if he is a as an IT type person as well, he's struggling to answer your original question: Is it too damn difficult for people to get into this? It must be. If you basically, I need to hire Tony
0: out to these people and be like, here's my monkey. If you can get (laughs) him to work this and not break it in under five minutes, you've got a winner. Yeah. You know, like that's, if anyone's listening to this, Tony is available for hire. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, it is like, if anything was Tony proof. Like you know, I I was just like, yeah, sure thing. Like, I mean, that's why I was a fan of like the fossil stuff kind of things. You know, I was just like, that keeps all the stuff locked together away from Tony. If I could ban <laughs> people from giving him Allen keys to open it, I, it would have been great. But uh, unfortunately, no, uh, he f- he figured out what they were called and where to get some. I think he just stole mine. That were laying around the place, or they started giving them out in Emacs Motors. So
4: when he bought a new motor, he could yeah. get in there. Um, so, Tony, yeah. what do you have to say about that? Are you
3: still sulking over your tiny He's Always sulking.
1: I'm sulking.
3: <laughs> Nothing. So not biting at all. Today. Can I can I so, just bring it back to what Jack said about um, me being the the king of reviewing cheap crap or Ashens of the RC world. Yeah, well, not quite, because because I've got a, I've got some I, I I like to say if it flies, I'll review it basically. And um, I, do, I do you know when
0: you say fly, you mean set fire to it and give it a good kicking across the field? Does that count it, as fly? It's,
3: it's funny you say that because I have been playing with fire today with a quadcopter. But uh, anyway, that that's uh, no for a diff- no, don't gloss over that. <laughs> that's for, that's for a different video. <laughs> Um, no, but what the, what I wanted to get back on track on with is the, the for, for me the the Gemini. I would say that, that that's not a cheap model. My the, the thing that I think is great about cheap models, and I'm talking about the models that cost like 20 pounds that you could walk into an electronics store and get. And I get asked this all the time. Jack, you you asked me at Western Park, why do you review uh, such cheap things? And I think NJ Tech on the podcast previously uh, also said that. And the answer is, uh, is simple, really, and, and that is that it was um so so I've been flying a long time I've been flying for well since I was seven years old and I'm like 34 now so when I was young stuff stuff was really inaccessible but but now you know you could walk into Maplin and and get like a a 20 quid hubson, and and that's actually how I got back into this I had like a five or six year break from fixed wing because I kind of uh got fed up of it in a way because the technology there was a there was a huge gap like for 10 15 years where technology didn't change what's whatsoever and then all of a sudden you know when C- um cctv cameras got small enough then f that gave birth to fpv uh, and
0: um, well, you know the nintendo Wii.
3: well yes of course a- absolutely yeah um but so, so to answer that question i think the ch- cheap end and from like what i get from my subscribers as well i think that really cheap end is as important as the extreme expensive end because i think that that's that's the path that i went on so um if if i think something is cheap and is good i'll review it i think uh, what richard was saying though is is if you've got something that's like in the middle that's sort of like you know expensive kind of to some people but it's not any good and then then that's when it's worth spending the extra money. But I always say to people first, if you want to get into this sort of thing, just because it's how I got into it, either try try out like a little micro Hobson H27L or whatever, and you know, you're know you bound to like it. I've not met a single person who's had a, had a go at one of them, so no, nah, that's not for me.
2: That's how I started. I got a Hobson X4 or whatever it is. Yeah. I got it for my dad, and he never used it, so I started playing around with it, had a great time, and then... Learn how to build a quad, so I'm I'm totally down with. It. I think that's a yeah, noble
3: yeah, so,
2: cause you're doing there, Andy. You're,
3: you're,
0: yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you are somewhat of a gifted child because you like when I first met you, you built a quad, and there was nothing really wrong with it. Do you know what I mean? It was like a few tweaks, and you were good. You were good to go. You yeah. really sort of you know knocked out the park. But also, Andy RC has been a bit of an influence on you. Because he managed to get you to buy something that, before the show (laughs) started, he was, like, berating Andy RC.
2: Oh, mate, I love it. I've got, um, through Andy RC, I got a Aurora 100, which is, like, a micro uh, brushless, and I love it. And I've I've been telling everyone that, literally, micro brushlesses are, like, not the best thing since sliced bread, but, like, so good, especially for people in the UK where, like, you really have to go out your way to find somewhere, like, pretty... You, you have to go out your way in, in time to find somewhere, like, interesting to fly because you, there's only so many fields you can fly around. So when you get a small brushless and you can take it to a park or you can take it to, like, anywhere, like, your garden and you can have a great little time there, I think that's a great thing for the sport. I think that's I loved it. I think why, that's why I the, it. the toasted cheese sandwich of the hobby,
0: do you know what I mean? You kind of forget about them and then you find the cheese toasty thing and you can, you know, you, it's the travel thing and you can take them anywhere and they're,
2: they're nice. yeah right. nice. Yeah, having my backpack constantly, yeah. like, never leaves my backpack. Um,
3: also, also, I think like I think we take a lot of things for granted. Again, this is just me coming from like, you know, try, trying to do this hobby in the nineties where the only option was to join an RC club and you know you'd be flying a, a big nitro plane because that's the only platform that could carry all the gear that had enough power. And I think if uh, if when I was seven years old someone would have pre- presented me with like a twenty quid Hubson model, I'd have thrown two hundred pound at it because you know back then it, it would have been witchcraft that sort of thing. You know, so yeah. I think I think I I come from like su- such a time when. Yeah like I can appreciate stuff and a lot of people like I'll I'll review something uh like you know that that's re- looks really cheap and tacky but it flies and that still amazes me compared to what I could do 20 years ago so I think I'm a little biased towards these cheap things uh, because like it's it's you know so accessible where whereas years ago I can remember when I was younger I would try try and make fixed wing planes out of bits of cardboard and I'd like take I'd like break electronics apart and try and put motors in it and stuff. And the you know we the, the technology just wasn't there and they never fly and, and now you can spend like fifteen quid go to like Maplin spend fifteen quid and, and you know go to your nearest field and just throw it and it flies. So you know that that's Andy. another hello yeah. When when did you do your first FPV flight? First FPV flight, probably, I think, oh, okay, first FPV flight. So when I got back into FPV, it was through watching. Sorry, when I got back into the hobby, it was through watching. Yeah, R C It was through watching flight tests, as I'm sure, like, that's the case for for a lot of people. So, um, like, when I first saw FPV, I was kind of like, I, I didn't want to go for it. I thought, oh, it's 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 a new thing, and you know, it's it's not really RC. It's like a. I, I was kind of scared of it at first, so I, I I avoided it. And what I do is, I build these fixed wing planes uh, that were um, they used to call them shop flyers. So I, I'm not sure if they call them that anymore, but like little 3D planes. And I was flying those, and then I, I watched Flight Test review uh, the Hobson Spyhawk again, bringing it back to Hobson. But I think Hobson made it very accessible, like in 2012. So, I uh, from watching Flight Test video, I bought the Hobson Spyhawk, which you know, if you if you looked at it now, you know, people have laughed at it, but it was just a plane with a camera. It was like a ready to fly. Uh, that th- I think I think this was it for me. I I didn't know enough about the hobby. FPV-wise to sort of understand that you need a VTX, you need a camera. So with the Hubsan Spyhawk, I bought that and you could literally be just going in in a matter of minutes. I knew how to fly, but I didn't know all, all of the ins and outs. So my first FPV flight, uh, to cut the long story short, was the Hubsan Spyhawk. I then bought the H-107D, which was the little tiny quadcopter because I, I was all about the the, the miniaturization of it because one of the reasons that I left the, the nitro scene was I was worried about the safety of it it was uh it, it you know back then like people were getting killed like you know once a year by these days I think if that happened now it'd be all over the news but but back then when nitro was the only option it was quite it was quite common for people to get hurt so when you say, when you say oh, nitro
2: you mean it was f- like flying on nitro. Yes. No, not no yeah, not yeah.
0: nitroglycerine like yes yeah, so this red stuff natural I mean, hell is natural yeah yeah tony yeah. found it quite distressing because like his dinosaur friends became that
4: fuel <laughs> like, you know it was quite it was like, so know. so I, I i'm gonna guess then based on those particular models that that you so it's about 2014 time or 2015 when you when you start flying a pp
3: 20 2012 i think it was and at the end of What's 2012 it? at the end of 20 uh, i bought a uh, a little micro helicopter i think those came first didn't they before quadcopters uh, the the collective pitch fly ballers, were they called like the a- mcpx or something like that oh yeah from... that
4: yeah that that was that was uh, that was around that sort of time frame but obviously the the, the hubs and spyhawk didn't kick around till about 2014 at least
3: if, uh, not, I think, oh, oh it, it could be. I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was about 2012, end of 2012. The the first of spot I could be wrong. I. It's, it's a, I'm a little hazy on the timeline. No, it, it, I'm only. I, it's
4: not. Re- it's really just to understand where the technology was at the time when when you started flying FPV. Whether it was. You know, like sort of, as I said, the um the just seventies of the world who would who were flying a a three thirty X with a camera on the front that they got
3: that they would broken out of, of some CCTV unit, you know. Yeah. Um, well, the, the first first um, the first proper quadcopter that I had was a KK two, so yeah. um, and I think the Nase thirty when I when I bought the KK two the Nase thirty two was just sort of coming out or, or being known then so whenever that timeline was right okay so yeah that that makes sense cuz cuz when the naze
4: 32 came out it was like thank god cuz before that there was the um, there was the, the revo board and and, and the uh, cc3d oh, Christ. what are they called yeah the cc3d I, and i i couldn't get those things to, to i was i was on the message with, uh, with a guy in Australia every single night waiting for him to come online uh, and we'd try and get this damn uh, blackout to fly straight in my, in my house, you know. <laughs> they were a nightmare. And then I put a naze in there and it was like everything just worked. And yeah. it, was, it was night and day in terms of but the, the that, first generations then.
0: That, that was you running base flight, weren't it? Because clean flight weren't out.
4: Oh, no, that, that was definitely base flight days, yeah, yeah, early oh, base flight days. Yeah. Sure. Oh,
0: man, that is mental.
4: Yeah, uh, it's funny, I, I, it, it, it takes me back, but uh, well, uh, on a side side window here while I was listening to that, I was just trying to find out when some of the videos that I was quoting were actually done by some of these guys out in Australia. I mean, they're just amazing when you look back at them. They're still beautiful now because they had all this amazing scenery to play with. You know, I mean, we go for we oh, locations. I mean, he's a park ranger, the little... Yeah, and know, he, he, just like... used, he, used, he used to fly somersaults over these massive trees, and I'm thinking, how the hell are you going to ever get that back? You know, because um, yeah. some of the, the heights... He used and to down waterfalls them. and that. Yeah, like, remember Golden? Like, yeah. man. Gold, gold, well, Golden is, is top of the list on my, on my window here. Yeah, in terms, in terms of just beautiful things to watch that were almost too picturesque to believe for the rest of us mere mortals trying to get it to flower in the back garden you know
0: yeah i know like yeah it's
3: just sorry it's a real nostalgia moment this isn't it
0: i know I mean, it's I funny know,
3: that I you know. say nostalgia but it's like three years ago but like three years and this is 10, 20... like, it's, like
4: 10 years 10,
3: ago. 10th of february
4: 2012 is when he uploaded golden this is coming from the man who can't remember when *Spyhawk*
0: came out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure
3: it was at the 2012, 2013. I, I'm like, sure it was. We
0: have Google, and we we like guys in the pub. No, you're not allowed to Google it. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was Duran Duran who sung that.
3: <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. Oh man. Oh no. Back from hunting a field for a lost GoPro, I used Tony and his metal detector.
3: What? Oh, that's a good idea, a metal detector. I know. I once I spent two and a half hours looking for a GoPro. It, it, it was awful. And now I use uh, fluorescent cases because uh, you can find them so much easier with fluorescent cases.
4: So, so Andy was right. The Hubs and Spyhawk was flight test reviewed. On the seventh of September, two thousand
3: and twelve. Yeah, 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 I thought I was right. Yeah, yeah. Was... <laughs> no, got to admit, what are not right. he's like fucking and shit, man. I, I just, just, I just real. remember it was a, uh, yeah, I it was, a, it was a busy time for me. I actually, one of the reasons uh, I got back into the hobby was like to, to relieve stress from work, and I remember around two thousand twelve. Big mistake. <laughs> and he's just told us about a week of being miserable and burning stuff up. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's all come so I'm on circle. this new health
0: diet. It's called the Atkins diet. I can eat a whole pound of bacon, but I can't have an apple because that's got fibre. <laughs> oh
4: no! Oh, don't say that in front of Tony. Anyway, you'll upset him.
0: Yeah, well, I'm no, I'm I'm not I'm not promoting the Atkins diet. I'm you know putting it down.
4: Yeah, we Tony, only
0: know.
4: Are you still there, Tony? I am here, I'm
1: oh, finding just... it nice just listening.
0: Just, is it <laughs> cheering you up a little bit?
1: Um, yeah, but oh, Take Tony. Your mind
3: off stuff. Tony, if it helps, right? I, I did a build this, this week, I spent two days doing it, and this is this new record for me. Uh, I I did the FPV flight, and it flew for eight seconds before I put it in, and the frame completely broke, I had like an arm break, and so I think that, I spent two days, eight second flight. i feel a bit better now. It was absolutely awful, but but you know what though, Uh, that happens more often than the good times I'm finding, especially with this new technology, but... When right. you do get it, when you do get it working, it's like it's like you've uh, you know completed the puzzle kind of thing. So yeah. I tend to find that if I have a crap day of building, like just put it down, just forget about it, and then a couple of days, it be just like one thing will just click and and you'll love it again.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. But I won't. Put, I'll, I'll put it down in my car seat and drive it to Dan Upton in Brighton and say, please mend that. Yeah, you can't. I just, like, I really just hate, like, I don't know what it is, but I just can't stand repairing, building, or anything. All I want to do is fly, and if I crash it and it breaks, I just want to give it to someone to fix. Like, take it down, like your car. You you, you know, you just want to drive it. If it breaks, you take it to someone who knows who fixes it. Fix that, pay some money, get it back, and then...
2: Oh, we're, we're probably only about, like, four years away from that.
0: Tony's right, friends with yeah. me and Dan. Tony, Tony's got that. Don't give me. Well, any...
4: got... <laughs> so, so just I to
1: have go back to that, and I use it to my advantage, and I thank you very much. If I didn't have all these friends in FPV, I don't know where I'd be right now. Yeah,
0: equally, like, as soon as we lose something, we're like, Tony, can you find this? And <laughs> the good. not only has Tony got the the... the, the stick for getting stuff out of trees and the, yeah. the 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 metal findy stick the metal detector but like he's also like his little jack russells I don't know whether he spent too, many, too much time with them or <laughs> he is just one because of his size but he um he, he, dog with a bone won't let go if you've lost something he wants to know where it is he needs to know <laughs> like you know he's just like God, I,
2: There's
0: that's I, I, I I want, want it Like is, yeah. it, is it his? As if like you know like The president has sent him down Tony you're going to go to prison If you don't find this Like it's literally like life or death I've never well, known it's, any it's, the
1: like only, it. like, it's my only way of paying you guys Back for all the shit you put up with With me breaking stuff so <laughs> I, I, My mission shocking. is Call me when you've quad stuck in a tree or you've lost something, I will find it. That's the only thing I'm all right at. Yeah.
4: So, Tony, you know, I'm, going to make you feel, I'm going to make you feel better now, Tony, and I'm just going to beat Andy's eight seconds that he just had, right, okay? This quad, okay, this one here, little four-inch miniony beast, beautifully built, perfectly clean. Why is it perfectly lovely. clean? Because the board in there was working. And then I I went on uh, clean flight to to update the, the the firmware settings just to what did I want to do All I wanted to do was, was uh, baseline all the motors and, and, and calibrate all the ESCs That's all I wanted to do, and I picked the day when everybody had to move to the new version of Baseflight and the old one didn't work anything and and they told you to uh, re, reflash all your firmware and start over again and I bricked the board, and I was so angry that the fact that, that I had an almost working quad that all I wanted to do was, was calibrate the motors that I have not flown it since. I've not finished it, I've just left it sat there. So, Tony, <laughs> I feel your pain, yeah. okay? You didn't this have to being... upload, you just
0: download the old version and load it up in developer mode. That's all, like, Painless 360's got a video on it. You don't I, have to update. I, I,
4: I know that now, but at <sighs> the time... It was one of those stupid moments like we talked about earlier where everybody knew apart from me yeah. okay? well, and so i so i didn't know that and i was there and i was in the evening i really I had an hour spare i wanted to get it flying the following day uh and so so i ended up bricking the board and i just well, thought man, it's just not me as, as no, I, just then,
1: I
0: should banish you to um you know 30 weeks of uh let's drone out community service where you have to
3: listen to this drama <laughs> so that
4: you, you now know like, no, I'd, I'd, what's going I'd on. Go to, I'd rather go to prison. <laughs> 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 the judge gave me a choice, community service at drone out or go to prison, actually. Well, <laughs> I, I tell you
0: what, if we ever do, do a, a series on, sh- on shirts, I'm going to put um, in hell they play let's drone out all day long.
1: Put on the t-shirts. So I'd rather go to prison.
4: Than no, no, to LDO. No, no, no. That's what
1: we should have on the back of the LDO t-shirts.
0: You know what? I'm sick of saying. People are like, "What's the show about?" And I'm like, "Well, I, I argue with Tony. He thinks the Earth's flat, and we talk about bollocks." It's <laughs> nothing. So- it's like having a pointless job. You know, like, "What's your job?" And you know you're a traffic warden. You
4: know what I mean? like, it's just like, uh, So, so who's who's flying where this weekend? What's going on this weekend? I'm getting older. That's
1: it's raining I mean. apparently. It? there's a uh, there's a FPV event I'd have liked to have gone to. Um, where is it? Bristol is it? There's a there's there's an event there, and I don't think there's anything else on. I'm actually going to a tiny whoop party with my ba- bag of bits. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, that actually sounds rude I'm going to a tiny whoop party <laughs> Is that the one where you go and throw your car keys in the bowl? Yeah I'm
1: throw my broken quad into a bowl
0: Jay Jones, you just found out what was wrong with Tony Tony's tiny whoop doesn't work T- Tony had a better working tiny whoop when he started, and then Tony happens.
3: If you said that to anyone else, oh, Tony's tiny whoop doesn't
0: work. If you said yeah. that to anyone else, they didn't know what we were talking about there, out of context. There was, there was a thread about things that FPVs, FPVers get that other people don't, you know, like inappropriate stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you know. Something. I
3: think I think the worst thing would be like a website called Bang Good. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
3: it, you know, like things that
0: people, you know, would like misconstrue if they didn't know the hobby. Like, you know, oh, I need board D, and uh, you know, like next to smokers, like how many packs do you go through? Oh, about eight a day. Yeah, you know, stuff packs. Like
2: that. Yeah. What about the whole just the five inch? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, five inch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've broken, i broken my three inch again.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I took my, uh, I took my like three inch out for a rip yesterday.
3: <laughs> I hear that four inch is better than five inch.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was down in the park and everyone was asking me about my five inch. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I was showing five. only my five inch.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's about the size of it then.
0: <laughs> I've got to work on Tony's 3-inch in the corner, it's over there somewhere
4: yeah. We haven't started
1: uh, that yet, you bugger
4: Jack, no. Jack, when, when we get off air, I'll just send us your That's address me. and I'll send you this and you can get it working for me yeah. What board is it? It's an F1 board but it's, it's, like, it, it, it was a perfectly working NACE 32 Yes, it's nothing fancy, but it was at least working it, You
0: realise that support's going to be discontinued very soon
4: Yeah I've got I've got fancy boards uh, sitting around, but I'm too scared to use them. Just screwed about the place. <laughs> I, I, I've got I've got one of those newfangled combinis in there somewhere, and they're not that newfangled anymore. Yeah.
0: I, oh my word. I know. Combini Like sounds like that's the the name that they uh, in J- uh, Japan for convenience stores. They call them combinis. Tony, why does it sound like you're making love to a little mini um, electric Don't talk to me club? about
1: anything mini, any small <laughs> thing. Can on... you hear it? What that?
0: Yeah, what is that?
1: It is uh, my microphone rubbing against the cable. Is that better?
0: No, the little fan noise. I
1: can't
3: hear anything. I'm... <laughs> I got...
4: Everyone go quiet. Sounds like a whimpering dog. That's not me.
1: Sounds like i I'll like mute now.
4: Yeah, it's at your in Tony.
1: Well, just muted it. could it be mine?
4: No, well, it I... Re- stopped, it stopped when you muted it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And then I could hear
0: explosions, and then I realised Twitch is playing in the background. Is oh, that. Is, I-
2: is anyone else using Twitch?
4: What's Twitch?
2: Uh... No. Live streamer for gaming. No. Okay.
4: Can you imagine
2: Tony on last year. last
1: year I was on it on PS4, but... Do you think, well, do you
2: you think aiming, on PS4,
1: on PS4? aiming
2: um, FPV at gamers is the right way to go? I don't know. Like, well,
0: not console gamers at all because they, they, they don't own a PC.
2: Well, no, they... but they, I don't think they've got the right amount of um, attention span for it. Because you know when you're flying a quad and it goes down, you have to spend like... You have to go and walk over to that thing to get it, pick it up by even if you've just broken a prop that's five minutes until you're flying again, like gamers just want to be playing they die, they respawn I think that's the the mentality that gamers have and it's- is this
3: gen- is this generation of like f p v is that like when when I went to Western Park, I just see so many young people, and I think that they probably grew up gaming as well as flying, and I think maybe they go more hand in hand than than we know maybe that that sort of i mean I, I i was i'm i'm terrible at flying through gates and racing because i'm terrible at video games and i definitely think i think there's a relation more like with the racing it's
2: the racing control, isn't it? it's just the, yeah. the fact that like kids nowadays have grown up with like um controllers in their hands so i uh i got some my friend he wanted to get into FPV. i was like hey that's cool check out uh, let's put you through a simulator first because obviously like you know if you just give someone the sticks of a fully acro quad it's not going to end very well on their first flight so i was just like right let me go and within five minutes of flying he was like totally used to used to the whole notion of flying it and he he comes from a very gaming background yeah. i think that it's definitely got some big like parallels between the two but i think it should be kind of there's not enough push towards the sort of extreme sports side of it. I think it's more kind of, uh, there's more parallels between like riding a like a BMX or a skateboard because you have to put so much time into the effort of making a drone fly. It's the same sort of thing as like learning a new trick, isn't it? On and You have to put hours and hours of work into learning a kickflip or something. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing as, you yeah. know, yeah. you have to do the same sort of thing with... Gamers are
4: very consum- they're very much a user and a consumer gamers. Mm. handed to them on their plate for the £50 that they paid for the game or whatever and then they just use it Uh, yeah they're not
0: like Tony like you know falls into that category in a way do you know what I mean but he does try I don't know the thing you know you are saying about gamers and their attention span and stuff just because you break a prop the fun doesn't really stop you know what I mean like you'll change a prop and then you back up again or you, you know you get to work on your quad and
1: I'm not, i just put the prop on the wrong way and then smash it.
3: <laughs> well, at, least, at least you tighten the props up.
1: Yes, Jack.
3: Yeah. I think the fact that like some of the simulators out there are on Steam, I, I get I get a lot of questions, because I've reviewed Liftoff and Velocidrone uh, and simulators like that, I do actually see a lot of requests saying, how do I set up an Xbox controller for this? So I do think uh, people get into it. Through that, no, but... controller, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's th- that's just it, isn't but... it? I mean, a, an Xbox mm-hmm. controller just doesn't have the dexterity of a a, tra- a proper transmitter. But uh, I yeah. think the
2: thing is, you can buy a really like I've got um the Tenergy Evolution, and that's got like a micro USB on the sides, and it's like what sixty, seventy quids, and it comes with mm-hmm. the receiver. You know, so if you're going to start FPV, you might as well start buying a, a handset and then start. I, I think that's the best way to get in into it. I think, I...
3: I think there's a relation there, absolutely. My my only issue with people coming into the hobby that way is it, it's always, I guess, because like I'm old-fashioned or whatever, but I always think you should learn to fly line of sight before you can fly FPV because at the end of the day, if you're FPV, quits out all you've got is line of sight so i think that that's the danger of people coming from the gaming world is that you know they may be the, the quickest around a track or whatever but it's you know line of sight or whatever you, you've got your orientation or all sorts of things like that so that's something i'd be concerned with if uh, if it became popular through gaming rather than you know just flying well, that's me out of the question then i thought I can't, I can't fly. I can't fly.
4: That's really made me laugh now because the first. I put my foot in it. First Western, <laughs> the first Western Park event, uh, the first time they ran the FPV event at Western Park, we were only allowed to fly there if we passed a very very rudimentary test uh, where we had to hover a quad in front of us, fly it to the left, fly It, it was like a, a reduced version of the current A test. Right. Test yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody had to do that the first year we did it. I think they just scrapped that after a while. Uh, oh, I, know do it. I, I yeah. can
0: fly line of sight a little bit. I used to be able to fly line of sight really well, and then I lost the yeah. quad flying a mini quad that's tiny and I flew it too far out and I just couldn't see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was That's also the problem. Like, if you
2: lose feed and you take off your goggles, how are you going to know when it's like. The transaction. That's the spotter mate. Spot-
4: you will have a spotter, won't you? Because you're all legit. Of
3: course.
4: Of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over there, and you're still having to.
3: The transition the is, is so jarring. You're right. So, you're right. In fact, I when I first I when Sorry. I first started FPV, I, I actually did it through a monitor for a long time because because Ooh. I was worried about that issue, and uh, well, yeah, just but disarm. Then, disarm, and down,
0: yeah. and that's no. all you can do. Do you know what I mean? It's too too jarring, or you FPV into, sacrificially into – do you know what I mean? Or there's something there, I'll fly my quad into a bush to save oh, whatever.
4: Well, you, you see, that, that's just weird, Jack, that is. Because, I mean, when, I, when I've lost uh, – in the early early days, I, I lost connectivity on a on a blackout. Obviously, that's just a 230-size, a 250-size quad. Yeah. Um, and it was well over 100 meters away. And, and I actually flew it back line of sight from there <laughs> by, by basic. But that's when I, 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 I still had stability mode uh, as one of my flick switches. Yeah. Now I don't, you know. Now you just everyone runs Acro, but I had Acro and I had, I had stability. Flicked it to stability so it got a chance to sit there and hover, looks mm-hmm. at it, I could see it, this little black dot in the distance, and then I just put it full tilt forward to see which direction it went to the left of me, to the right of me, even further away or back towards me to work mm-hmm. out its orientation. And then from there, I just twisted it round and went right. It's kind of coming back to me now. But you can no, fly the back from
2: a good distance right. out. That's with are leveling mode on, though, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one I haven't been able to do it on acro. One thing I will say is, like, I, I really think that's like uh, a great, a great part of the hobby is flying line of sight. So, uh, for, for, I would say that if you. If you say that you can't fly line of sight or, or you're not interested in it, I'd say give it a try. I, I I like it equally, if not more, than flying FPV. And if you want to, oh. in, if you if you want to try, if you want to try it, the Velocity Drone Simulator has got a line of sight view, and it's so accurate. It's really accurate. So if you want to get into that, then uh, yeah, I, I'd recommend it. But I thought I thought everyone was flying line of sight. I, I
1: can't, I can't, I don't see any interest of a line of sight whatsoever, not, yeah. with, not with planes, not with quads, not anything.
4: Tony, line of sight is the best way to tune a quad out to start with.
1: Agreed. Or put 317
4: Betaflight on, maybe. Oh, here we go. couple <laughs> <laughs> of just weeks just ago, it was race flight. To, to actually sit it there in front of you and then just pump it up and watch it just just see those little little vibrations and and and, Sorry, Tony, and work out what it's doing. See what it's, I mean? Pump no it
0: up. All of those little vibrations. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Vibration. <Five inches. laughs> I am I, um, speaking about earlier, I would love to see some outtakes of Andy RC rage. You know what I mean? Like him just being yeah, like bumper really. buttons, switches, bitch, and just <laughs> like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you got any outtakes like that, Andy? Because I like that that would have a day like today. <laughs>
3: i've got um uh, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because i've got a fail video going up either tonight or tomorrow i, oh, I well, well actually th- this week has, has all been uh, about fails but um to, to, something that i said earlier was that like i've been playing playing with fire and something that i've been messing with with a lot is a uh, 360 cameras on quadcopters it's uh
0: yeah with I, the little weird tv screen at the bottom of your battery you
2: know? oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool video by the way yeah. right so
3: so i've been playing around with the 360 video it's something that's i've cool. always been interested in and i'm someone that like I, I i've always loved going to air shows i used to go to western park when i was younger i i love i used to go to cosplay. You were there the other week what are you want about yeah yeah <laughs> but, yeah but what, what i'm trying to get at, like so so what i've attempted to to do is fit a uh, smoke system on a quadcopter, which, you know, it's a, well, it's a recipe for disaster because you're essentially putting a firework onto a quadcopter. And um, so I've been working, I've been working on uh, fitting like an ignition system to it so that you can set it off, so that you can set it off in the air. So it's not just me who's got this idea.
4: No, no, we they... did.
3: We did that the other month at
4: uh, at Brighton, didn't we? we, yeah. we put um... the, the, it wasn't an ignition one. It was. It was a, uh, you know, the smoke, the smoke trail ones, like you put on on the fixed wings. Yeah. We still come on quads. I've got the pictures still from that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak to David Vindstall because he had to develop a whole system, and he said like he just used to smoke a resistor or something because he had the whole, you know, detaching the helium balloon in in the yeah, vacuum yeah. of space. He is like the person to ask be like yo how do i like that and also there's a guys on facebook who make the smoke bombs because if you talk to frank our producer he's like yeah i've ordered some stuff on um online that has probably put me on a list somewhere (laughs) But um, have you got an xbox controller andy can i, I have, send
3: you what you have i haven't got one now i haven't got Can Xbox? i
0: send you my one so that you can tag like a little thing on the end of it being like extra <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then send yeah. it back to me or like drill it out and try and make a decent controller that'd be so good if you got like a cheap um vtx and like put you know like yeah. modded it so you look like you were flying a
3: uh, um, that would get people uh, interested, wouldn't it, if
0: they yeah. could hold an Xbox controller How, how to them. mod your Xbox controller? Maybe that'll be a nice little prank video for people because no one listens to Let's Right now, no one will know like twenty four people will literally know that you're doing this. But of course, if they I listen se- to it. if I send you my Xbox controller, maybe you could do the the April Fools for next year of how to modify your Xbox controller to make an R C plane. You know, to yeah, connect to be. your drone, you know what I mean, and follow get tony to like give you
3: advice oh, but anyways this this um this smoke system it, it uh the ignition system failed and it exploded on the ground and put a big <laughs> i got this i got this halipad right i got this halipad and it blew a hole through the halipad so um that that video is going up either tonight or tomorrow. So uh, yeah, I, I've had a lot of fails this week, so uh, I'm going to be putting those up.
1: I might um, put mine up then, just my bag of bits poured out onto my side with the tiny music everybody, in the background. I'll everybody. tell you
4: what, Tony, it can't be any better than watching you do the washing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You like live stream? Oh, i love that washing up video i sat there and watched it pissing my sides at work it, people were like <laughs> what are you laughing at <laughs> my mate doing a, a live stream of him doing the washing up <laughs> sorry I, know. I was
1: so fed up with people live streaming their print, 3d printers like here's me live streaming my me printing something really shit for 24 hours i was like this is pissing me off what can i do so i live streamed it, which actually got so many comments and watches it was unbelievable
4: it was i think it was the time of the day did it at lunchtime when people could watch it i mean the the, the vacuum cleaning one was not at the right time for me so i couldn't watch that one but then...
1: <laughs> the vacuum cleaning one bloody hell. i actually sellotapes my phone onto the front of the vacuum <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Do you know know what? If someone ever has, like, a dead 3D printer, I think we should take the arm in the centre out of it and just put, like, a little toilet seat on top of it for Tony, so he could,
4: like,
0: (laughs) just take a dump onto the print platform.
1: (laughs) You know what? I would.
0: Uh, Extrude this. Um, right uh, should we call it there we've been joined by Andy RC the Ashens of the RC world we've been joined by number one boy band Chris we've also been joined by FPV granddad and <laughs> prehistoric FPV Tony <laughs> and I have been the possible homeless guy that you might try and buy a big issue from even though I don't have one but it's a know. good job for you though I know. Well, I'm, I'm in the market. Yeah, if anyone uh, has a job for me, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, build please. my bloody cord. It's behind Yes, you.
0: I will. I've got a life, you know, I don't need a Tony's i a with Three in. I, I, yeah, I, I, I always. Yeah, I might put Tony's three inch in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs>
4: now it's right. back invi- Jack. Jack. Thank you for inviting me on. I'll make sure I don't come again after a comment like that. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, Jack, you not, cannot
3: wait. show this to your daughter um, that became a different hobby right then <laughs> I did not say
0: that <laughs> Andy RC the, puddler, the peddler of filth and
3: cheap stuff um, which is the same thing
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. I have a job for you, you can carry the car for a penny great show guys, thank you Cleger. thank you everyone for being in the chat like, subscribe Uh, Write mean stuff on Tony's wall on Facebook at Jackson, I think he is. Add him as a friend. Also, follow Tony on his YouTube channel because he whines at me like a little bitch. Um, If he's that bothered, why didn't he just host Let's Drone Out from there? Uh, Also, you can make a donation to Tony's PayPal in order for him to get his whoop to work. (laughs)
1: <laughs> if not, I've you got can... money Jack I'm not a poor pot I just want someone to do it for me <laughs> Or
0: exactly. you can volunteer To fix Tony's quad uh, I'm by... it to
1: Brighton in a minute I'm literally No, I'm no gonna um, ask, you, can
0: volunteer. you can volunteer To fix Tony's whoop On the job, Facebook Channel I don't no. let him
1: anywhere near my whoop Thank you very much <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you've been listening to Let's Show Out. Today's <laughs> been Thursday, the 20th of July. <laughs> Thank you and
4: good night. Cheers. Hey. Guys. Ciao.
3: Telemetry lost.